Everybody, get up! Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Go! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hi everyone, how are you doing? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. I'm really glad you joined me tonight. I just want to say happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. After Christmas, this will be airing. So a couple of days after Christmas. Uh, well, actually, it's a pre-recording. So, um, But I wanted to have something live for you. And it's, it's still new. It's fresh. And it's... Uh, God's word never returns void, and I'm going to uh, be continuing my series, Jesus, the Ultimate Healer, and tonight is part eight, and I'm going to be continuing with the reason of why healing is for all and healing is for now, but before I do that, I'm going to start with a song and I'll be right back with you. Lift up your eyes 
Praise God for anointed music by Zachary Smith. And just, uh, he's a wonderful man of God, very anointed psalmist, and so blessed to have his permission to play his music on, on the radio. Now, tonight is part eight, and I'm going to start with the 17th reason that healing is for all and healing is for now. And the 17th reason is because of the unchanging fatherhood of God. In Psalm 103.13, it reads, As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. In Matthew 7, verses 9-11, through it says, Which of you... If your son asks for bread, we'll give him a stone. Or if he asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Think about it. If you have children or... Uh, how much you want to bless them with with just a lot of things that are nice and just good gifts. And just, I mean, it says, then though, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. I mean, think about it. If it's a grandchild, if it's a nephew, if it's uh, your own child, if it's uh, just somebody that you love, and it's a child, and and how much you want to bless them with their Santa Claus list or their birthday or whatever it is. And let me ask you a question. If you could give your child anything and everything that they wanted, money was no object, would you do it? Of course you would. And, of course, of course you would. So, in all of that, our Heavenly Father wants so much more to lavish His wonderful good gifts upon us, us who ask Him. God compares himself to a natural father. In in the verse it says, where it says in verse 11, If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So how much more? Well, our Heavenly Father do that. Marriage, family, children, all teach us about God. It shouldn't be difficult for children to recognize and associate God as a loving Father because their parents should have those characteristics, love, wisdom, counsel, stability. Well, if you had an abusive earthly father, it may take you some time to see God as a good, non-abusive father, 
he's not a child abuser. It may take you a little while to call him father or daddy God or Abba Father. You may have to, you might you might have to call him God for a while or before you can actually call him father or you can actually associate with him as father until you see that he's not like your abusive father, earthly father was, but he's all good and perfect and pure. He'd never, ever hurt you. And in, in a million years, he'd never hurt you. He'd never abuse you. He'd never take advantage of you. He'd never, never tell you that you're no good. You, you, you don't, will never amount to anything. He would never speak those things over you. He speaks nothing but good things over you. How much he loves you and how much you're more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You can do all things through Christ Jesus. He gives you strength. He encourages you and edifies you and loves you. He wants you to make it. He sees the best in you. And he's going to help you grow through that. So just pray and ask God for the Father God, I thank you right now for the people listening who are abused as children or abused and support in their life by their father where they can only envision you, God, our Heavenly Father as an, as they, they can't they can only envision you as an abusive father. They only see you as a as their heaven as their earthly father was. Father God, I thank you for revealing yourself to them as a loving father, being the loving father they never had, and enveloping them in your love and with your love, and going. To, going where the knife of man can't go and healing them, healing their heart and bringing them to a wonderful father-child relationship with you. I thank you for your anointing that's destroying the yoke of bondage in their life and I give you all glory, honor, and praise for it. In Jesus' mighty, wonderful name, amen. Trust God, even if it's just a little bit at a time. Trust Him a little bit. And then when that little bit, you can trust a little bit more. And before you know it, you'll be calling Him Father. It'll happen. Give it time. Ephesians three fourteen through 15 reads, For this reason... I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. God intends for us to have relationships with one another in church because we're a family. We need to be warm and outgoing because a baby Christian should be able to be brought into the local church and feel as if if they are surrounded by genuine loving family members because they want to be just like what you live out before them. Your natural parents never want you sick. 
They'll do all they can to make you better. And you can't tell me that my Heavenly Father wants me sick. You should hate sickness. I should hate sickness because the devil is cruel and he delights in being that way. You should hate the devil because he's God's enemy and he's your enemy. Imagine the most despicable person you've ever met or you've ever heard of in in throughout history. And they're a little like the devil. But imagine how much more despicable the devil is. One Corinthians nine seven says, Who serves as a soldier at his own expense? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat its grapes? Who tends a flock and does not drink the milk? Trust in God for all you need. If you can't believe God for your tuition, your food, your rent money, your mortgage, your clothes, your car payment, your insurance payment, how are you going to believe him? for your ministry needs or for your business needs or for any of those things because your believing is based on what God has told you to do. The devil will always try to paint a picture of you failing. You've got to see yourself going over the top. Faith has vision. Without vision, my people, I mean, without vision, the people have to find that one. There's like, I think it goes without vision. Well, let me just not go. I think it goes. But, you know, we all need to have vision. We all need to have vision because, you know, it just, it's important to have, you know, goals. And uh, I'm looking it up right now because that was not in my notes. It was what I thought, but I didn't want to just assume because in Proverbs 29:18 it reads, "Where there is no vision, the people perish." But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Also writing the vision and making it plain as well. So we need to have that vision. Faith has vision. Faith trusts God to get that vision done. Have God has told you to do. If God gave you that vision and he told you to do something, he's going to foot the bill for it. Because when you're doing things for God, he picks up the tab. Just think when you're working for someone and you need supplies like pens or paper clips or paint or just whatever it is, depending on the job, pay for them, not you. How much more is our Heavenly Father taking care of all 
things that concern you and me because he's awesome. He's your father and he wants to take care of you. Look at the sacrifices natural parents will make for their children. There's nothing your heavenly father won't do for you because he loves you. The 18th reason healing is for now and is for all is the healings in the book of Acts. Acts 1.1 reads, The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. It's a record of what Jesus began, began to do and teach. The book of Acts is the continuation of what Jesus began to do and teach. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The book of Acts, chapter 3, verses 2 through 9 reads, And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus and Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaped and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Now, this was Peter and John, who God used to do this miracle through. And this looks like, Something Jesus would do, doesn't it, when he was on the earth in his ministry? This was after Jesus ascended. And there's no reference to this man's faith. And there was no preaching done to this man. Most likely it was special faith that came upon Peter and John or otherwise known as the gift of faith, which is God's faith in you, like all your doubts and all of that goes away. And God's faith, it's the God kind of faith because it is God's faith. It's really awesome. In Acts 14, 5-10, it reads, and when there 
was an assault made both of the Gentiles and also of the Jews with their rulers to use them to spitefully and to stone them. They were, uh, they were aware of it and fled unto Lystra and Derbe, cities of Laconia, and unto the region that lieth round about. And there they preached the gospel. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb who never walked. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up on thy feet, and he leaped and walked. This man was healed by his own faith. His own faith he was healed. In Acts 3, the man didn't receive his healing by his own faith. And here, Paul had to have taught that healing was for everyone or else the man wouldn't have had faith to be healed because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You can't have faith for something that you've not heard of and that you've not had the word on. You can't believe for something that you don't know you can have. And in conclusion, in this Short, shorter lesson today, but I just want to say that traditional thinking and wrong believing keep us from being healed. People that have never been preached to before, when you teach them about Jesus, that Jesus died for their sins and sicknesses, they get healed when they accept Jesus because they don't know any different. That is that's really awesome because they don't know any better. They're not they have been raised with religion and and all of these things. So I wanted to say that I read a couple of scriptures on there about the the you know these lame people being being healed and you know I had a I had an illness and I had it, it made me weak for some time so weak I was in a wheelchair for two years I, I could walk but I it was very hard to walk because as I said I was very weak and it took me 10 to 15 minutes to skip from a regular chair into my wheelchair and it was just so exhausting. I was just exhausted. And one day, I was at a church service someplace, not at the place that I go to now, but another place, and God healed me right there, then and there in that church. I got called out by the man of God, and and he laid hands on me, and I, I 
I received strength in my legs. I, I activated my faith and and uh God activated my faith. I and I you know, eventually I, I started out a little bit you know, it's almost like I was healed as I as I went because I I was walking a little bit and then I you know, a bit slow and I needed some assistance and that it was like I was walking up and down the stairs like I'd never had a problem. <laughs> Made me think of that. I wanted to share it with you. So if you're in a wheelchair right now or if you're so weak that that you can't that you have a lot of problems because of it. You know from somebody that's been delivered from that. You will be too. Father God, I speak right now to those listening who are in wheelchairs. I speak strength into their bones, into their muscle, into their sinew. Father God, I just thank you for removing any sores from being seated down for so long, seated for so long. Thank you, Father, for healing them from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. I thank you that I command them to walk in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, right now that they're walking. And I thank you that you're delivering them from that wheelchair. And I thank you that you've healed them and made them strong. What you did for me, you can do for them. Because you're not a respecter of persons. And Jesus paid a high price. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement that brought us our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we were healed. I thank you, Father, right now for healing them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to let you know, if nobody's ever told you that, God loves you. has a great plan for your life. And God forbid, if today was your last day on earth, do you know for sure that you would go to heaven? If you're not sure, the Holy I want to give you great news. The Holy Bible reads, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Jesus Christ our Lord and whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved so if you want to make sure you can go to heaven just mean it with your heart and repeat after me just say dear Lord Jesus come into my heart forgive me of my sins wash me cleanse me set me free Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose from the dead and are coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel. Of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus in my heart.
Amen. Praise God. I tell you, as a servant of Jesus Christ, I tell you today, all of your sins are forgiven you right now. Always remember to run to God and not from God because he loves you so much, has a great plan for your life. Isn't that awesome? I want to tell you that if you feel you've got the call of God on your life and you want to go to Bible college, but the tuition has the, the money, you don't have the money, and right now I have been authorized to give you a full scholarship, free. You don't have to pay it back. So right now I give you a free scholarship. I've been authorized by the um, by RBI administration, by the dean and the school, the church, and I give you that scholarship. And if you know someone as well that has a call of God in their life and they'd like to go to Bible college, then I authorize you to give them a Bible scholarship. And if they know someone, they can give someone a Bible scholarship, and it keeps on going and going and going for a ripple effect. So if you want to check out, we've got three awesome schools. Now, those scholarships are just right now for the River Bible Institute and the River School of Worship. At this time, we're not accepting scholarships for or we're not giving scholarships for the for the um for the River School of Government, which is what we have in our because we have three schools. We have the River Bible Institute, which you can find out more information at River BibleInstitute.com River School of Worship.com River School of Government.com That's River School of Worship.com River Bible Institute.com and the River School of Government.com The telephone to admissions is 813-899-0085 or telephone, another telephone is 813-971-9999. That's the main number. And the 2015 spring semester begins in nine days, five hours, 41 minutes and 38 seconds. Not that anybody's counting. (laughs) They have a calendar on the website I was looking at. So feel free to to check those out. And also you can tell them that that, uh, Deborah from Fire Talk Radio granted you a full scholarship. So that's pretty awesome. Now, 
<clears throat> I want to just let's see, give you a a prayer line. Eight six six eight five seven. Eight five seven four eight three seven or eight six six eight five R I V E R like river. And an awesome website is revival dot com. And if you have any emails, prayer requests, testimonies, we can email me at firetalkradio. Two, that's the number two at yahoo.com. Fire Talk Radio Two, number two at yahoo.com. And uh, let's see here. Um, you can follow me on blogtalkradio.com forward slash Fire Talk Radio Two. That's the number two. And I think that's about all the information for now, except to let you know you are precious, you're valuable, you're accepted in the Beloved, you are priceless, you mean so much to Him. He loves you, and I love you. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand and envelop you in his love. Wounded and forsaken I was shattered by the fall Broken and forgotten Feeling lost and all alone Summoned by the king Into the master's courts Lifted by the savior And cradled in his arms I was carried to the table I'm here.
You're listening to Love Advice with Leanne. Caller, you're on the air. Uh, hi, Leanne. Longtime listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Why, in your professional opinion, do you never take my calls off the air? Is this Carl? Yep, it's Carl. I mean, we had a few dates. Everything was great, I thought. Uh... Well, you know, when you switch to GEICO, you could save a lot of money on car insurance. Okay, awesome. You should call them. I will. GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer.